0: my coming near her intimidate her so that she will cut short all that praise the lord it's actually a privilege to serve you all may god bless you and continue to increase and improve you in all areas of your life in jesus name god bless you please can kindly sit down kokoma thank you for the time of worship i wasn't sitting down because i wasn't enjoying the worship I was sitting down because I know that I'll be standing a lot more and you will sit eventually so I can rest my legs. It's just wisdom. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Very deep, Abby. When you get to some certain stages, you have to start learning how to manage time, manage yourself, manage many things. God will help us in Jesus' name. When you are what? Nah, not old. Getting younger and younger. Praise the Lord. So she has done a brief recap. I'm very glad she did that. This mic is echoing. Please, can we sit to it? Okay. I'm very glad she did that. So I can just slide in straight to our topic today my life in Christ. This life that I have is the life of God in me. You know, for me, we won't sing, Abby. That I have is the life of God. That I have is the life of God's way. Christians we actually don't own any life at the time or on the day as we mark Easter on the day we surrendered our lives we actually took on the life of Christ praise the Lord there's one more song we are going to take but I'd like us to follow the lyrics more than the rhythm The song we take, we take it, it's an old song. I hope everybody knows it so that we can follow the words. We take it, it's a declaration. But today I want us to challenge that declaration. Challenge it how? Ask, do you mean the words of those songs? You know, for me, songs, they speak a lot. Oh, they speak a lot. So when I hear a song, I check the lyrics very well. Let me give you an example of a misleading lyric. You're laughing, Abby? Okay. We all know this old hit. Uh, we are the world, right? Please join me, the children. Join me, continue. We are the ones to make a brighter place. So let's start. You are, you are, you are overconscious, checking the lyrics. Continue. You will get it, don't worry, you will miss it. Yes? Uh huh uh-huh It's true, we'll make a brighter day. Just you and me. Okay, go on, go on. Ask God. So send them your hearts, yes. So they know that someone cares and I uh, will be free. I uh-huh. had the next line. Oh, yo. Yeah, oh. God has shown us uh-huh, by turning stone to bread, and so we are may uh, Did it not did it turn stone to bread? Do you remember that line? You don't remember? Uh-huh. But do you remember that it was in that song? Okay, please go back home and follow the lyrics again. That was what was in that song. And we're all enjoying it, so please be careful. God, never, 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 never. So be careful. Don't follow the lyrics. Eh? A lot of these Christian songs in those days were not sung by Christians. They were not. The person that did Jesus of Nazareth that we hung is not a Christian. At least until yesterday. In fact, there was a time a few years ago, he came out, you know, to disclaim, to say people should stop worshipping him. That he's, of course, he's not Jesus to start with. And he's not even a Christian. He's just a good actor. So let's not mix it. Okay. So back to the song I said we should follow the lyrics. This is my desire. Let's leave the verse. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. Do you really mean it? I live for you. I wish I. I wish I. now, is a lyrics. Soul. That declaration, if you are joining me to take it again, please rise up and let's take it again. Alone. Every breath that I take Every moment I'm awake Take your seats. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. That's a beautiful declaration. Lord, have your way. Every breath that I take. Every breath that I have. Every step that I take. Lord, have your way. So, during Easter, we remember God's perfect plan, Amen. God's salvation plan. Amen. And just like Kenneth recap,
1: Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. I think my voice is not as sweet as
0: yours now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just like Kenneth's recamp, we should always remember, I told you my voice may not be as sweet as hers. But please, should we go on with this? Okay. So we remember God's mm. gift of salvation. We remember his uh, perfect plan of salvation. Mm. And so it's a good time to align ourselves with the essence of being a Christian, or to realign ourselves. And so the song we took this morning is basically a realigning of our hearts, a realigning of ourselves. Please, can I have the stand? I actually don't mind the stand this morning. It's actually a realigning of ourselves, of our hearts. Lord, we give you our hearts. We give you our soul. We live for you alone. Every breath that we take, every step we make, Lord, have Your way in our lives. So, um, my encouragement to us today, for at the end of the day, is that we should not play religion. Let's live this Christian life, true and true, true and true. There's a big difference, a big gulf between you know playing religion. And living out the Christian life. I spoke last week. That if it's about playing religion. Oh I did that for many many years. You know. I did that for a a good number of years. After I was known as a Christian. But from the time I gave my life to Christ. Indeed. In in year 2000. By the grace of God. not Not by any. Not by anything I can ever do. Not by any. Not by any works, not by any, not nothing, nothing I can allude to myself. But by the grace of God, I haven't looked back. So I'm encouraging us with everything that I'm going to say today. Is basically just to tell us that, you know, we should do away with religion. We should do away with laws, in quotes, and follow Christ indeed. Follow him, follow him, follow him. Religion seeks for you to look good, for you to look, you know, better, but, but but the righteousness that God brings to you beautifies you from within it's not about what is out at all praise the Lord praise the Lord so when you become born again you're actually saying Lord I surrender my life you're actually saying Lord I start a new life I want to you know start a new chapter with you and you can only do it with him you can't do it you know Anybody else, you can only do it with him. The day you give your life to Christ, transformation begins. From the day you make the declaration, transformation actually begins. But a lot of times because we can't see it, we, we don't stay there. We don't believe it. We don't allow it to stay. You know, we don't allow our lives to continue living in it until it is actually fully manifested. The example I like to give to that is a woman that becomes pregnant. At the moment she's pregnant, in fact, for the first few weeks, something is happening inside her. But even where the doctors can confirm, everybody around knows they are rejoicing with her. Nobody can see anything. In fact, for for some months will go by and you are checking. Are you sure you still have something inside there? that's how it is the day you give your life to Christ something is working something's moving something's changing Eh? it's inside but it's working out something is coming something is coming something is coming nothing that lasts really um, um, changes immediately a lot of things that last they take time before they change you want to cook a good soup Take time. Eh? You take time, huh. So transformation begins from the day you give your life. Yes, your spirit is new. Okay? But your man, your mind is the same. Until the Holy Spirit starts working that transformation gradually. So don't expect that you give your life to Christ now then that life of Christ, you start living it immediately. You may not in all areas. Maybe in some areas, but in your consciousness, you have to start. You have to start in your consciousness to say, okay, I just made this declaration, and I must begin to do everything to align to that declaration. So your mind is still being transformed. And it is your mind that houses your your desires, your thoughts, your will, your your wants, your likes, is your mind. It's your mind that tells you do and don't do. Is your mind that tells you stand or sit or you know, is everything is in your mind. So it's that mind that you really, really need to give over and allow God to transform. Praise the Lord. I'd like us to read together Galatians 2:18 to 21. We may not be reading the same version, but uh, if we can do King James. I think everybody should have King James in their versions. Okay, so I'll wait so that we can all read it together. It's another declaration we are taking Galatians 2 18 to 21. Are we all ready? Okay, let's go together. Sorry, can I stop you? Can somebody speak into the mic? Can somebody read with the mic? Anybody? As we read together. Galatians 2, 18 to 21.
1: For I build again the things which I destroyed. I make myself a transgressor. For I through the law and dead to the law that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain.
0: Hallelujah. So that's another declaration we have taken in verse 20. I am now crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Praise the Lord. So this life that we are talking about, the life of Christ or my life in Christ, you can't, like I said earlier, you can't do it alone. You can't. You have to let that former way of living, of doing things on your own, you have to let it die you have to let it go you have to allow the holy spirit to instruct you to teach you to show you the way the bible tells us that in this world that we are in the world but we are not of the world so we must conduct ourselves in a certain way we must conduct ourselves you know on our journey on earth in a particular way and that particular way we've been speaking about that from the beginning of the year It's a kingdom culture. It's a kingdom behavior. It's a kingdom lifestyle. Praise the Lord. We cannot, after giving our life to Christ, you know, just do things the way we like. We have to do things according to how the Spirit of God would lead us. And the Spirit of God will not lead you outside of what is in the Scriptures. He won't tell you, go and eat grass. Unless it becomes medicinal. He won't tell you, come, lie down, let me stand on you. And that's when I'll get inspiration to preach. Praise the Lord. I'd like to read First uh, Peter 2, 11-25. 11-25 from New Living, New International Version. I don't know why I always call this version New Living. NIV, New International Version. It says... Living godly lives in a pagan society. That's how my own Bible titled it. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11 to 25. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11 to 25. I really like how this version puts how we are supposed to live. And it gave the example of how Jesus lived. Whom we are supposed to follow. So I'm taking it from verse 11 now. Dear friends, I urge you, as foreigners and exiles, to abstain from sinful desires, which wage war against your soul. Live such good lives among the pagans. Of course, pagans here, we all know the meaning of pagans, right? Okay. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God. On the day he, he visits us. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority, or to the governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. 15. For it is God's will that by doing you that by doing good you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. You see that. Just by following God and doing good, we can do a lot of quietening. It's not all the time you quote scriptures. People are reading your lines and are justing. God will help us in Jesus' name. Verse 16, live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil, for, for evil. Live as God's slaves. 17, show proper respect to everyone love the family of believers fear God honor the Emperor slaves in slaves in reverent fear of God submit yourselves to your masters not only to those who are good and considerate but also to those who are harsh I like that a lot of times we are we feel that people are above us they must be nice they don't have to be nice And that is also telling us that we will meet people that are not nice. And they are above us and we must submit. That's what the Bible says. Praise the Lord. Verse 19. For it is commendable if someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because they are conscious of God. I'll stop there for now. It is commendable, it says. If someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering, Because they are conscious of God. So it is only being conscious of God that will make you submit even when you are handed unjust discipline. I don't know if you get that. Okay. So it's not because um, you are cooking your own revenge. That's why you will submit to unjust discipline behaviors towards you, but because of the consciousness of God. Okay, let's continue. Verse 20. But how is it to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it? But if you suffer, you know that was what happened on on the cross with Jesus and the two thieves. The other one that didn't repent said to no, no, the one that repented said to the other one that we are getting the Punishment of our evil. So we we deserve it, you know. But this man didn't do any wrong. So, you know, that that place always reminds me of that sin at the cross. That if, you know, if you bear the beating, if you receive beating for doing wrong and you enjoy it. Uh, so what, what good is there? You deserve it anyway. In fact, some people get ready for the beating. That, well, I know I will get scolded, but this thing I must first do. Okay. But if you suffer for doing good and you enjoy it, this is commendable before God. Praise the Lord. So God is taking notes. That's what that scripture is telling us there. That if you suffer for doing good, he's taking notes. It's commendable before God. 21. To this you were called because Christ suffered for you. To this... To the first verse before that, that is suffering for good. To this you were called, okay? Because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example. So we have an example. Oh, we have an example that you should follow in his steps. 22, now it's explaining what Jesus did. He committed no sin. So have you ever been in any situation where you didn't do wrong? Yet, you are being dealt with. You have an example. 22 says, He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. I beg to say, he made no threats even inside his mind. Okay, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we may die to sin and live for righteousness. Hallelujah. By his wounds we have been healed. 25 and the last verse. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have and you have returned to the shepherd and the overseer of our souls. You know that 25 is what we should rest in our hearts when we see people going astray. We know that we were once in that space. That's what perfectionists that feel. I can, I, how can this not be clear? How can, you, how can they not know? They cannot just know. There was a time you also did not know. So Have mercy. Have mercy. Let the mercy of God, you know, walk through you and give mercy. God will help us in Jesus' name. So, have you been through circumstances that have been really tough and you are feeling, God, where are you? There's a poster I saw, one bus stop, yesterday or two days ago. If Now Now does not come now, what do you do? (laughs) What do you do? Are we living with that consciousness that in spite and despite, I will stand? Are we living with that consci- consciousness that we will take it because of God? You know, anytime you lose it, don't be discouraged. We all lose it, right? And we all give it back sometimes. But it should start reducing. It should start reducing. Because he should be living with the consciousness that for this, (laughs) for this, is that not what he says there? He says, to this you were called. And he gave us Jesus as the example. That even in his mind, I'm the one that added even in his mind though. Yeah, what is written in the Bible is that he didn't give any threats. He didn't retaliate praise the Lord and why I believe that even in his mind because if Jesus thinks anything it will just happen and nothing happened in quote you know they were all just playing out the salvation plan the Bible says if they had known they wouldn't have crucified yes because they didn't know they were just fulfilling purpose they were helping him fulfill purpose so have you ever been in that in that situation think about it And you feel God, I feel I feel, I feel unjustly treated. I feel unjustly treated. There was a situation I was in when I was in the university. I think I've shared it before with a few people. I saw a certain act and I was not wise. And I just (laughs) so why you I'll continue. I'll continue. And I wasn't wise, I just, you know. I just went to the the stakeholders and just spilled the beans. This is what I saw. This is what I saw. And everybody turned against me. And I felt so unjustly treated. And I didn't realize. No, I did realize I was angry. I was bitter. But I just thought, graduating from the university, you know, it's past. Let's leave it. A few years down the line, a member of League of Champions, (laughs) we went for the naming ceremony. And lo and behold, I met the main culprit at the naming ceremony. And as I was teaching, my eyes was just on him. (laughs) And after the ceremony was all over, I went to him and said, so this is where we will meet. After how many years? Oh, wow, what you did was wrong, <laughs> and it's like, eh, I know, but what could I have done then? So, so, you, what could you have done then? But I'm just using that to paint to you that we all go through circumstances that are that we have been unjustly treated. But we must realize that for this we have been called. I'd like to read us a poem. It's an old poem. And it's a very strong poem for me. Very beautiful poem. I'm sure some of us would actually even know it. Footprints in the Sand. It says, One night I dreamed a dream As I was walking along the beach with my Lord Across the dark sky flashed scenes of my life From my life For each scene I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand One belonging to me and one to my Lord After the last scene of my life flashed before me I looked back at the footprints in the sand I noticed that at many times along the path of my life Especially at the very lowest and saddest times There was only one set of footprints This really touched me so I asked the Lord about it Lord, you said once I decided to follow you you walk with me all the way. But I noticed during the saddest and most troublesome times of my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why. When I needed you the most, you would leave me. He whispered, my precious child, I love you and will never leave you. Never ever during your trials and testings, when you saw only one set of footprints, It was then that I carried you. So the Lord is carrying you at those times. Allow him to carry you. Allow him to carry you. Praise the Lord. So in living this life in Christ, this our new life in Christ, there are four things as far as I'm concerned that we must do. We must constantly do. And all these four things, you must constantly do them. With the help of the Holy Spirit. They are, this, they are still the same old school things. But because they are the only way. That's why I will repeat them again. And for emphasis sake. Because for some people. It's today they will get it. And today will be the mark the turning point for some. In the name of Jesus. Today will mark the turning point. Of us stop playing religion. And follow Christ indeed. With consciousness. That this is why we were called. Read your Bible. Do what it says. Stay, const- stay in constant communication with God. And then tell others. Those are the four points. Praise the Lord. In reading your Bible, read it with, 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 you know, with inspiration from the Holy Spirit. We can't emphasize it enough. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Read your Bible. There are so many things that I am still discovering in, the, in my Bible as I read. I, have, I still have a number of questions. And I'm sure if I throw some of the questions at us, we will still need to go back and, and, and read up before we can answer. Read your Bible. Don't let it be that it's only the teachings you hear that you know. Discover things yourself. When David was carrying the ark into, um, when David was carrying the ark back into Jerusalem, right? Somebody tried to stop the ark because, sorry, to keep the ark stable, right? Because the ark was shaking. Who remembers his name? Okay, why did God strike him dead? okay our answers are quite right but not perfectly right please go and read your Bible yes because God said nobody should touch it but not just that he gave specific instructions on the distance between anybody and the ark he gave specific instructions that the ark was not to be put on a new cart please go and read and know why you know as you are reading Ask questions, why? There's another one that I'm researching on. I don't want to say it into the mic. We could actually answer it here, but I don't want to say it into the mic. Please still record. Why did Moses not? Did you say yes? Why did Moses not enter the promised land? Don't worry, it's okay. That is what we were taught, right? read it yourself or that's what you were taught. Okay. Another answer. And then. mm -mm, Don't and then. Another answer. So that's why did you not enter into the promised land? No, not part of. Second reason. Did we know two reasons? Disobedience and... Did we know two, three? Oh yeah, now. I'm shaking your tables now. Eh? Okay, let's go there. Exodus 20. Can somebody read it? So, is that why he didn't enter the promised land? Do you know that God said exactly why he didn't enter the promised land? He did. So it's not by inference. No. God told him. He said it in the Bible. Exodus 20. I can't even remember the verse. But let's read Exodus 20. Exodus 20. Go there. Go there, go there, go there. When you start reading it, I will know whether it's numbers or not. I am the Lord your God. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go to Numbers. Go to Numbers. Numbers 20. Then came the children
1: of Israel with the whole Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Hello? This is it. This is it. Okay, go ahead.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Stop. Did he say because you were angry? It's because of what? Thank you very much. Please sit down. Oh, sorry. Finish it. So that we can hear it. Finish it. Because he me not. To sanctify me in the eyes of the of Israel. Therefore... To sanctify me. hmm closed right please read your Bible please sit down thank you it's not actually even in my notes I just it just came so read your Bible pray every day meditate you know how do you how do you obey what you don't know it's not possible that's why we just live anyhow because you don't even know what to obey you don't know what God requires So you wake up and you live according to how you feel. Because everybody must live according to something. Please read your Bible so that you can live according to how God desires. It is well with us in Jesus' name. My second point says, do what it says, right? So obey the instructions of the Bible. I've always said it here over and over. It is in the doing of what you know that you are blessed. It is in the doing that transformation actually comes. How do you know that you have been changed from A to Z? If you haven't been tested, if you haven't tried it, if I am checking, if I've stopped using the F word, when I am angry, right? I cannot know until I am angry again in the time of transformation. And the fact that you miss it, like I say, once, twice, it doesn't, it matters, right? But it's not the end. Don't get discouraged and feel, I didn't get it, so that's it, I can't do this. No, it is a process. Obey what the Bible says. The transformation by the Holy Ghost, he will do his work, will happen. It is already happening. It is already happening. Those that hear the words of God and are hearers only. The Bible says that they are deceiving themselves. There's no point for us to deceive ourselves. I'm sure nobody wants to actually intentionally deceive themselves, right? But we do it unintentionally by not doing what you hear. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It may not look like it, but Christ is being formed in you he is, don't stop the process don't truncate the process by you know giving up because you missed it but obey, obey, obey obey, obey, praise the Lord praise the Lord Romans 12 verse 1 and 2 says so brothers and sisters since God has chosen sorry, since God has shown us great mercy I beg you to offer your lives as a living sacrifice to him So please, obey, offer your life as a living sacrifice. Your offering must be only for God and pleasing to him, which is the spiritual way for you to worship. Do not be sharpened by this world. I think that's what I'm looking for there. You know, don't don't allow the world to, to, to rule how you think, to rule how you behave, to take control of how you live your lives. Praise the Lord. And the only way not to allow the world is to le- read the Bible and obey. Read the Bible and obey. Read the Bible and obey. My third point says, stay in constant communication with God. That is, I cannot overemphasize it. So I have a question. Who are you in constant communication with? Who? Who? Or should I use the word what? are you in constant communication with? Everybody's mind is, is always busy, thinking, thinking, plotting, you know, planning, thinking. What feeds what you think about? What feeds what you plan with? When we get this new life, this, you know, when we get a new life from the Spirit, we must follow the Spirit. We can't do it alone. You can't, you can't just, those thoughts can't come to your mind to do evil or to do wrong. And you're just telling yourself, you, go this way. You, go that way. No, no, it's only the Holy Spirit because there are some thoughts that are not outrightly bad. They would lead to bad. But at the beginning, it will come softly, softly. The way the enemy came to Eve, he came, came, he came with a conversation simple, soft conversation until he lured her to where she couldn't even keep an instruction. To a place a simple conversation. What did God tell you? How are you? Hello. How are you? Let's talk. Simple conversation. And the sin entered into the world. And today we are all still suffering and struggling with it. Praise the Lord praise the lord so who are you in constant communication with what do you allow to engage your mind be careful what you allow to engage your mind galatians 5 verse 16 and to 25 we've dealt on that a lot you know from the beginning of the year but i'm going to read it from this version and i pray that it will bless us you know anew In the name of Jesus. So I tell you, live by following the Spirit. Then you will not do what... Oh dear, Siri. Go and sit down somewhere. (laughs) I tell you, you will not... uh, I'll take it again, sorry. So I tell you, live by following the Spirit. Then you will not do what your sinful selves want. Our sinful selves want what is against the Spirit. So let's take note of that. And the Spirit wants what is against our sinful selves. The two are against each other. So you cannot just do what you please. You can't. Because what the Spirit wants is always different from what the flesh wants. Praise the Lord. In fact, the Bible says sin is pleasurable praise the lord verse 18 but if the spirit is leading you then you are not under the law allow the spirit to lead you verse 19 says the wrong things the sinful life does are clear it says being sexually unfaithful not being pure taking part in sexual sins verse 20 worshiping gods doing witchcraft hating making trouble Being jealous, being angry, being selfish, making people angry. Not just you being angry, making people angry. I hope we know that people do that. Okay. With each other, causing divisions among people. 21. Feeling envy, being drunk, having wild and wasteful parties, and doing other things like these. I warn you. I warn you now, as I warned you before. Those who do these things will not inherit God's kingdom and I'm sure we all want to inherit God's kingdom. Okay. Verse 22 now tells us what the Holy Spirit will do. You know that transformation that I said has started. Don't truncate it. Don't don't um, don't jettison it either on the altar of one error or one mistake, or on the altar of the fact that you cannot see the transformation. It is happening. It is happening. It is happening. It's only a matter of time. It will come out in full blown. Verse 22 says, what the Spirit produces. What do you mean by produce? That means... Man- manufactures. Man- that means... Exchange. A lot of these things don't come overnight. They don't. It says, "What the Spirit produces the fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law that says these things are wrong. There isn't. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified their own sinful selves. They have given up their old selfish feelings and the evil things they wanted to do. We get our new life from the Spirit. So we should follow the Spirit. So this new life is only the Spirit that can produce it in us. We cannot be one leg in and one leg out. Stay there, stay there. Last but not the least point, tell others. If you are happy about something, you can't keep it. You can't, okay? You can't. You just can't. That's human nature. You can't. So if you're happy about something and you're able to keep it, I want to check what you're happy about. So have you received this life in Christ indeed? And are you happy about it? Then tell somebody. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody. When Jesus went to the cross... All his life he came to live And he died For this reason Of the great commission After he arose One of the times you know That he spent with his disciples He gave them the great commission He said go ye Yeah And for me another scripture that touched me A lot Was when Jesus was telling Peter "I said Peter thou son of Jonah Do you love me And Peter said, oh yes, Lord, I do. And he asked him again. In fact, Peter was getting agitated. But you know, you know, you know. He asked him three times. The first time he said, feed my lamb. The other two times he said, feed my sheep, feed my sheep. How will you serve and give or serve and feed if you haven't gone out to express the love of God that you have received? Shall we bow down our heads? The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest skies and reaches to the lowest earth. Guilty pen bow down with care. God sent his son to win his erring child, he reconciled and pardoned from his sin. The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever write. The second stanza said, Could we with ink the ocean feel? Can we with ink fill the ocean just to write about the love of God? So, how do we go about our lives not sharing the good news? How? It's so contradictory. Could it be because we are not even sure of our own election? Could it be because our conviction is not strong enough? Oh, today I'm challenging us to be sure of what we know. To stand firm in what you have been given. Stand strong and firm in that which Christ has handed over to you. Stop being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Stand firm and stand sure. That work of transformation—it is happening. Don't wait to see it fully. God, Jesus said to His disciples, and is telling telling us as well now: Go ye into the world and make disciples, make followers of Me. He didn't say. Be perfect, then go. No, come as you are. Come as you are. So I'm encouraging us today, like I said at the beginning, that the long and short of everything I'm going to be teaching today is basically align and realign yourself and stay there. May God help us all in Jesus' name.